On this week's Dose, we have Max Albert, founder and CEO of AppStop, one of the leading mobile game studios focused on advert games. Yeah, I had met Max at a startup happy hour I hosted last year, and Brandon and I had the pleasure of meeting up with him again this past South by Southwest during an event that he hosted, the Austin Tech Garden Party. It was a blast. Man, what, a, what an event it was. And we had the pleasure of recording this conversation in person, in studio, here in beautiful downtown Austin, right before he heads back to Michigan. So it was very fortuitous timing. So fortuitous. And in the interview, you'll hear about all things Adver games, which are games that enable companies to seamlessly integrate ads into digital gaming and how AppStop, his company, is leading the charge in this gaming and advertising revolution. Right, and also in the interview, Max gave us several exciting, tantalizing examples of advert games, including his favorites developed by AppStop. And he also gave us a glimpse into what the future holds for his company and advert games at large. Yeah, super exciting. It was a blast having Max on this week's Dose, and we are honored to welcome him as our newest pilgrim, Hopefully next year, it'll be a live update, South by Southwest podcast showcase extravaganza. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But in the meantime, here's our conversation with Max. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein by the hosts and their guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast should not be construed as reflecting the views or implied endorsement of independent brokerage solutions, LLC, or any of its officers, employees, or agents. The statements made herein should not be considered an investment opinion, advice, or recommendation regarding securities of any company. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy a security. You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump. This is Venture Pill your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right, well, we welcome on to this week's dose, Max Albert, founder and CEO of AppStop, uh, a friend of the pod, and uh, we're here in Austin for our first interview in the Alumni Ventures office. It feels good. Doesn't it? This is a beautiful office, I gotta say. (laughs) For the people listening on Spotify, like, you don't understand. I was like, jaw drop when I walked in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you gotta check it out. Hopefully, we'll have the video going on Spotify this first for the first time. Oh, cool. Figuring that out was my big big job this week. I didn't uh, even know they do that. They, they do. do. Now <laughs> yeah, wow. they do. So there's a little special trick on the back and I, I had to work with, but hopefully they can see you in the beautiful background there in the Austin skyline. Um, but we connected at South by Southwest, I think last year. Mm-hmm. And then this year, this past one, uh, you threw a giant party. Like how, how, how's everything been since coming down from that and, and the, whole, <laughs> the whole whirlwind? This guy knows how to throw a party. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was such a fun time. We had uh, 1,600 uh, venture capitalists, entrepreneurs come through to a beautiful venue, highbrow, lowbrow. Um, it was great. You know, yeah. r- really cool venue you guys saw. Totally. Like knickknacks, oil paintings, taxidermy. Um, <laughs> giant fire trucks and weird cars and yeah. warehouse checking all the boxes yeah. here <laughs> i got us the funny story with that party was we were insured up to two million dollars in damages holy and so i went around to all the hosts all the volunteers and i said just keep the damages under two million that's all i care about right 
um, which would have been fine. But we had a fire dancer show up. This was unexpected. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't approve this. Nothing. And she was right by the house, which you guys know is like priceless. Like right. that's where all the art is and stuff. And she dropped a fire thing when she was doing her move. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> As a spectator, very cool. As the guy who paid for the insurance, I'm like, I need to go take a lap. <laughs> but it was a great time. Great party. Yeah. 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 Well, thankfully, crisis averted on that end. And like you mentioned, great party. Met so many fascinating people. Literally, I was waiting in line because there was a line. That's how popular the event was. And happened to bump into and start talking to like three or four founders, one investor. And I was just like, wow, this is exactly why I came totally. here for. And this is within five minutes. I'm already meeting these people. LinkedIn's flying around. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. So now that we've recovered from the Austin Tech Garden party at Highbrow Lowbrow, yep. and we have some time with you for the interview here today, let's, let's get the ball rolling a little bit. would love to hear a little bit more about your background. Clearly, you've always been passionate about gaming and esports, both very, you know, rising, trending topics within venture capital. Did you always plan on starting a company within this space? Yeah, I would say that uh, I've always been entrepreneurial and I really like the gaming industry. It's the thing that I know most about. So it just felt like a perfect fit. So what, like, what was your background? Were you always into gaming? Were you always into startups, like growing up in high school and college? Give us a little bit of that. Some of my earliest memories was playing Mario Kart when I was 12 years old. Yeah, nice. <laughs> my local library in Ann Arbor, Michigan had a uh, Mario Kart tournament. And if you won, you won $200 to GameStop. And I almost always won every month. So I, I felt... Every month? Every, seriously. Wow, I think wow. the lowest I ever came was like third. And, wow. And yeah. Um, and you, as you know, when you're a 12 year old with $200 and GameStop credits in your oh. pocket, you feel like richer than you're Elon so Musk. rich. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's amazing. It's a really great memory. But what I really loved about gaming in my time, like playing Mario Kart, even back then was how social it is, you know, how it can bring friends together and just spark a really cool community. Totally. Yeah, totally. And then tell, tell us about like, so you went to university of Michigan, yeah. right? Hometown there. You, were you involved in esports there, right? I was, yeah. I was the captain of the Michigan Hearthstone team, which okay. is an esport. It's a card game, strategy game. Mm. Um, so I played like on the front page of Twitch sometimes, competing against other Big Ten schools. My senior year, uh, we were actually rated number one in the country. Nice. Wow. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just such a blast. I mean, esports are, are so so fun. I imagine there's some kind of, you know, in, in light of March Madness right now, there's some kind of tournament structure for these games, right? How did, how does that work, and did you have any success in that realm? Oh, yeah, totally. It's actually a lot like March Madness. Um, but instead of a, uh, 64 teams, it's, um, what's 64 times 4? I'm trying to <laughs> do the Whoa. math. Two. It's 256. 256. <laughs> there's like four wow. regions of 64 teams, Whoa. and it's single elimination. Yeah, it's... Wow. it's, it's really intense so we got to the round of 32 mm -hmm. uh, my senior year and hearthstone is a game that involves a lot of luck too so i, I that's as well as you can hope to do yeah, you yeah. know what i mean that's like, impressive for i was sure. really happy with it yeah, yeah. okay and then <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean it like that or however yeah. okay, if, if you ever well. need hearthstone coaching like i can still coach you guys like i, I think i can do oh yeah well in that arena yeah yeah for sure so then how did that evolve from, I think you worked at Ford Motor Company for a little bit. Mm -hmm. How did you end up starting AppStop? Give us like from, from college to AppStop. 
Sure. So I think this is true of so many people that are, are technical. You know, I majored in computer science when I was in college. I knew how to program. There's a lot of jobs in tech. There's very few jobs in gaming, right? Mm -hmm. So I went into tech fully expecting to just start a career in tech and kind of be passionate about gaming, you know, have some hobbies in the gaming realm. But on my weekends, I found myself programming games and um, I actually caught a really lucky break. I DM'd Chase Winovich, who was mm -hmm. at the time the defensive end of the New England Patriots. Wow. We knew each other a little bit from college, but it had been estranged. Like, we haven't talked in like four oh, yeah. years at that point. So it was really lucky, to be honest, that he responded. And I got him to star in the game that I programmed while yeah. at Ford Motor Company. Yeah. That's awesome. And so we released, and it did fairly well, and I was really happy with it. And I was like, I should continue this. Um, and eventually it got to the point where I left Ford in April of 2022 to go full time with making games. Wow. Okay. So when I had met you like a little over a year ago, you, you were kind of in that phase and then went, went on to launch it. Okay. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Correct. Yeah. Um, and was that an advert game? It was not. Okay. <laughs> it had, it had interstitial ads. It had, um, uh, in-app purchases and, the, you know, it was just run-of-the-mill mobile game. Yeah, sure. We're going to dive deep into advert games for those. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for about those <laughs> listeners out there. Yeah. And so I guess just to provide some connective tissue from this timeline you just provided, what led you to finally being where you are now? And I guess at what moment was the, you know, flip the switch, it's time to go all in, leave Ford Motors and, you know, go all in on this idea? Sure. Um, I think it was pretty much like right after Donovan Peoples-Jones's game came out, mm -hmm. which was uh, in March of 2022. It landed on the iOS top 100 free games list. And at that point, I said, I'm so addicted to this. I'm really <laughs> passionate. I yeah. just got to make this my full-time thing. Yeah. Incredible. So give us like the short pitch for AppStop. What sets you guys apart from other game developers out there? Sure. So as you know, originally we started off as a run-of-the-mill run traditional game studio making mm -hmm. freemium games for the mobile market. And this is so true of every single mobile game studio. When you do beta testing on your games, the number one thing consumers will tell you is, it's great, but it has way too many ads. Mm -hmm. Way too many interstitial <laughs> ads, way too many in-app purchases. And most game studios kind of groan and they're like, okay, yeah, but that's how we make money, so we gotta keep it in. I looked at that and I always am a creative thinker and I felt, okay, how do we get around this like how could we possibly remove all the interstitial ads and all the in-app purchases so i discovered this kind of niche game genre called advert games which is i'll explain it an advert game is when you partner directly with a brand so a brand pays you directly to make the game and then you bring value back to that brand in some capacity usually putting product placement into the game in some creative fashion mm. Um, but the best part about it is you don't have to have any interstitial ads and you don't have to have any net purchases because you're making mm -hmm. money off the brand. Yeah, that's awesome. That Honestly, that immediately reminds me of Freewater, which I'm not sure if you've heard of them, but we interviewed Josh Clifford, CEO of Freewater, a few, or a few months ago at this point. But they're essentially giving away free water and other goods just by offering up the ad space on the water bottle for companies. Um, so kind of a way of you know leveraging ad space for you. It's in-game product placement, but similar concept and mm -hmm. um, really cool, really cool idea. I guess the question is, why are these games just taking off now? 
Fantastic, yeah. Uh, I can definitely answer that. So advert games have a really long history. So in 1998, one of the first blockbuster advert games was released. It's called Chex Quest, where you played as Chex mixed characters and mm. you defended the planet wow. Zorgon from <laughs> aliens. It's actually really cool. That's like cool. I recommend you play it. It's on Steam, totally free. Yeah. Um, and it, it actually was like the talk of the town in 1998. By the way, I was two at the time. I don't know like, if <laughs> yeah. you guys, how, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's old. Like, this whole genre of advert games is old. But it, it also is very effective. It won a Golden Effie Award for advertising effectiveness in 1998, which is very prestigious. The problem is, is that in 1998, it was really expensive to make top-tier video games. I think the first version of Chex Quest cost half a million dollars to make. That's 1998 dollars, remind you. And then also, I think the culture around gaming was so much different. You know, it's not like this cool thing that we have today, yeah. where like some of the biggest celebrities are in mm -hmm. gaming. Drake invested in Hundred Thieves, mm -hmm. you know, Valkyrie and Courage AD, and all all these yeah. cool celebrities. So I think now in 2023, it's both cheaper but also cooler to make advert games, and that's why you see them really taking off. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you even see athletes, I feel like, live streaming on Twitch all the time, and it's mm -hmm. just become a part of the culture. Another outlet for them to connect with their fan bases and just gamers generally, but it's, I agree. The culture around it has totally changed from, you know, kind of a nerdy thing to do, let's say, back in the day, to now it's like everyone's gaming and having fun, and that's where you meet up with your friends and talk about everything. Totally. To I'll, I'll never forget the story of sophomore year. I was playing Hearthstone, and I was on the front page of Twitch, and then I was on a date two days later. I got recognized on that date. Well, <laughs> and they were go. like, you're Max, you play, Har you play Hearthstone from Michigan. <laughs> and I kind of buried my head in the sand. I'm like, no, 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 you must be mistaken. You got the wrong guy. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. <laughs> but now it's cool. Like, now I would own it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really changed in that way. And it changed quite recently, to be honest. Yeah. So it's continuing to change. How do you view the future of gaming, and then more specifically branded games? Um, and how does that relate to your growth plans with AppStop? Sure, absolutely. So I'll say this, branded video games and adver games are synonyms. It's kind of okay. a different flavor yeah. of the same yeah. thing. But um, I really see, so I look at everything from the mobile perspective because our game studio, we do adver games on the mobile side. Mm -hmm. There's also a lot of games studios that do it for the metaverse side of things. Like for instance, GameFam and Super Awesome. They make games in Roblox, Minecraft, Fortnite. Um, but for mobile, I totally see advert games as the preferred monetization model. I think monetization on mobile is super broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think advert games are totally going to eat freemium games lunch in the coming years. And so why should brands of all sizes from the big, big players like Nike, let's say, to the smaller ones that are just up and coming, what, why, why do they care about this? Adver games are so freaking good at selling products. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stupid good. Can I give you an example of this? Please. Please. <laughs> I love geeking out about this story. There's a uh, clothing company in South Korea. They're known as uh, Gentle Monster. And they make clothes for women ages 18 to 34. They invent this new handbag called the Fruit of Paradise. And they know it's going to be hot seller. So what do they do? They invent an adver game just to sell this handbag. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a farming simulator game, kind of like Farmville. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Where you grow these flowers, you stick it in this handbag, this Fruit of Paradise handbag. You take it to your flower shop, you sell it. It's super cute. The thing is, is that it becomes the number one most popular 
mobile game in South Korea, wow. in Hong Kong, in <laughs> Taiwan. It just blows up. Oh yeah. God. And I think a big reason for that is because they looked at all the other farming simulators and they said, these all have interstitial ads, which I hate. These all have in-app purchases, which I hate. Gentle Garden is like a free farming simulator game. So why not play it? The result of that, the sales, was incredible. The handbag didn't last 24 hours. <laughs> gone completely off the market wow. but even more incredible is day two you had so many women in southeast asia just on the gentle monster site clicking the screen hoping that the handbag would come back in stock that their site crashed wow wow yeah that's awesome so a true, a true success story there yeah. yeah um i imagine and this is with limited knowledge of of asia southeast asia um how how a effective can that be replicated here in the u.s it seems like it it was like the perfect time and, and perfect demographic there um how do you how do you view that in the u.s specifically and is it that where app stop is focusing its efforts absolutely so gentle garden also launched in the u.s mm -hmm. it was uh number 30 at its peak on the okay. ios top 100 free games and what's amazing about it is it actually stayed in the ios top 100 free games for three months until gentle monster pulled it from the app store but oh. it was still there wow yeah it really is incredible um so it can totally work here i think the product itself like was a south korean product mm -hmm. so it didn't really appeal to the american market as sure. much but absolutely a nike or an old navy or whomever could do the exact same thing here in the states and probably should yeah and i remember some headlines about maybe it was nike or adidas like these big brands linking themselves with metaverse games. I know it's a little bit of a different avenue, but similarly, just like you have Nike shoes in your game that's going to drive real world sales. And it's just like a remarkable way of a whole new channel of marketing and getting the brand out there is emerging with the growth of, let's say, Roblox and just the metaverse in general. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen gaming evolve so much, especially recently, uh, which actually leads us to the next question. As I just said, so much evolution, so much changing with gaming. When there's such high velocity, there's usually also friction. And so on that vein, what have been some of the biggest challenges with running AppStop? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, f I mean, first and foremost, pivoting from a freemium game studio to an advert gaming studio. Right? Yeah. I think that was, that was a lot for us. Um, Would you say you've pivoted now? Yes. Like, have you, yeah? yes. Okay. We'll never make another freemium yeah, game. Yeah. I'm, I'm addicted to advert games. So I'm bullish. <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that, that, that's probably the biggest challenge. You know, when, whenever you pivot as a company, it has to be decisive. Uh, you have to do it in a very smart capacity. And there's a lot of infrastructure built up for freemium games, right? Like we had a lot of publishers coming to us after Donovan's game got on the top 100 list mm -hmm. saying, hey, listen, you should apply for our funding programs. Um, they were excited about it. And we said, you know what, no, we're gonna take Donovan's <laughs> game and we're gonna try to find a brand and make it into an advert game. Yeah. And now there's a couple, that's actually why I'm here in Texas, is because yeah. there's a major retailer who's interested. But uh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome, so yeah. that's in the works. That's in the works. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, I guess, real quick, what's the competition like in the advert game space? Sure, so on the mobile side of things, uh, our main competitor is a game studio called Gamify. They actually already raised a $10 million Series A. Uh, they're much older than us. Uh, they've made advert games on mobile for Wendy's, Banana Boat, mm. um, KFC. But I think uh, AppStop 
has some secret sauce that they don't really have because our game we've actually launched a game to the iOS top 100 free games list they haven't yet mm. so we really feel like we are confident in actually getting the advert game into the eye of the consumer yeah um, and then on the metaverse side of things there's some really exciting game studios whom I love and recommend for instance I mentioned game fam super awesome uh, those are two do you consider marketers. those competitors? I do, I do in some senses, and in other senses, no. Because I think really smart brands in the future who are targeting Gen Z um, and Gen Alpha, which is the new, new okay. one. Wow. No, you guys. This is the newly coined Gen Alpha oh, after Gen Z. I know, right? I actually kind of hated it at first, but now I'm growing. it's growing on me. Yeah. I just already hate Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, the main reason why you'd want a metaverse game is to target Gen Z, Gen Alpha. But mobile is also great at that. So I think the really smart brands will do both. Mm -hmm. But then what's unique to mobile is that mobile, you can target older audiences, too. Mm. Can I give you an example of yeah. that real fast? Yeah. Like, you, you can, can always give an yeah, example. Please. <laughs> Shoot. Prada, I'm obsessed with this campaign. Prada, in February of 2022, created a new uh, designer fragrance called Candy. And they partnered with Candy Crush to market this game. So Ooh. they created a match three game, nice. which is still the same genre as Candy Crush, which is matching the candies, uh -huh. inside of Candy Crush. Um, it increased Prada's whole site traffic by 1,800%. Wow. And they also sold out of candy in one day. 40,000 units. This is a wow. designer perfume. Oh, my God. That they sold out. So... And the reason why is they did it off the backs of women ages 34 through 56. Because that's, mm. I don't know if you know this, but Candy Crush is 82% that player base, kind wow. of older women mm -hmm. with disposable income. So it just goes to show you that mobile is a great place to market to all audiences, not just Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Yeah. Right. And it's just a matter of matching, making that perfect match of the demographic of the game with the demographic of the product. Totally. So, so are you targeting any specifics there? It really depends on, on uh, the brand partner that we yeah, partner with. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, we're partnering with a new company called Be Kind, which is a, a philanthropy that's very well funded, but we're creating an advert game for them to, to raise philanthropic donations. Wow. Their whole uh, target audience is actually more female. So we're mm -hmm. going in a more female direction with our mobile game for them. Super cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, walk us through like some of your favorite games you've created. You mentioned a couple, but do you have any favorites that come to mind? There's one more that I haven't mentioned. Yeah. It's One Tap Victory Lab. Okay. Um, this is a hyper-casual racing game um, that I'm super excited about. It stars Parker Norinstein, who's one of the largest automotive YouTubers um, okay. in the United States. We're actually still looking for a brand partner for this game, but you should get in on this if you're listening yeah because the average session time of this mobile game is 13 minutes uh 30 seconds wow which is three more than tiktok wow it's pretty wow. addictive yeah. <laughs> don't download it unless you have like a free day oh, wow. <laughs> i'll leave it for gen alpha so there, <laughs> yeah, there you go exactly. <laughs> yeah um so i'm really just excited about that and uh parker has some incredible connections into into the automotive world so we're not worried about finding a brand for that game. Right. Um, it's all a matter of how can we get it into the top, top list. Um, Interesting. So, so in all cases, are you creating the game first? Because it seemed like um, in previous examples, you mentioned that 
it was kind of partner with the company, with the brand, with the product in mind sometimes, yep. and then create the game. A really great advert game, and this is true for every, every platform, metaverse, uh, mobile, and PC. You need three qualities. You need the brand partner. You need a really fun, unique game that speaks to the brand. And then you need the marketing catalyst, mm. something that pushes it into the audience's purview. And often for App Stop, it's influencers. So we prefer to go the brand first. We start with the brand, we make the game, and then we find the right influencer. But sometimes, like when Parker comes to us, we'll take a chance and we'll be like, all right, mm -hmm. you're a huge influencer yeah. and we love working with you. So we'll just create you a game and then we'll hope that a brand comes on after that. I fact. see. Get two pieces of the puzzle, get the third, mm -hmm. and then it's a magic a magic recipe. Yeah. yeah, but we've had to turn a lot of influencers away. I mean, influencers, they really want to star in a game so bad. Hmm. Um, and for good reason. Yeah. Like, it's some of the best content you can possibly have. I was just telling you at the highbrow, lowbrow party that um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is, like, content on Instagram announcing his game rose his Instagram engagement by 300%. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> outside of his great fantasy football season, it was pure the game that drove his social media presence. Oh, yeah. Did you, he had a great season. Did you draft he did, him? He did have a great season. No, but he was a popular pickup, I'll yeah. say. Yeah. I, I wrote him out through the playoffs. He was great. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. I got to say, I got my gears turning about a venture pill game. I know, dude. Me too. <laughs> Can't help but think. You know, I know there's a long list of influencers out there trying to get a game going. but uh, We just got to find the right game studio. Yeah. I don't know who would make that for you. <laughs> Listen, we could, you like, gave us the, you know you gave us the competitors. We could, we could go to them. No, I'm excited about the idea of media companies like VenturePill getting into the advert gaming space. Like, I think creating something akin to Wordle. Um, mm. or word search, something trivia-wise, it would be excellent for you guys. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Definitely, yeah, getting the gears turning a little bit. But I'm, as you mentioned, I mean, I imagine every influencer would love to be on a video game. Like, for me, as a non-influencer, that's like a dream come true yeah. type of situation, like to have some involvement. People are playing a game that I'm the main character of or some brand that I work on is part of it. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that'd be awesome. Um, 100%. So, so one day. But... Uh, Moving on a little bit, you've mentioned, a, you've highlighted a couple of AppStop's favorite games. What about outside the scope of AppStop? Just some real, like, category creator, wild successes within the advert game space. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Gentle Garden, I mentioned Prada, right. but the the one in the metaverse that was really spectacular was, uh, super, or excuse me, GameFam's latest game. This was the uh, largest advert game in the metaverse ever. It was Whoa. called NFL Super Slam. It had mm. 275,000 active players yeah. wow. sounds... every day. Um, it was made for Intuit, mm -hmm. which I, I have to admit on this pod, can I get a little spicy? Yeah. Little head scratcher why Intuit is trying to market towards kids, <laughs> yeah. 13 and under. Right. <laughs> like you're wondering, like, are you signing up for Mint now? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, what now? Budget yeah. side balancing? But irregardless, what GameFam accomplished just in terms of reach and in terms of brand lift is absolutely incredible. And they've made a ton of amazing advert games. So, like, it's no knock on, on uh, GameFam. They, yeah. They're killing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, keeping things spicy here, <laughs> yeah. we'd, uh, we'd love to hear if AppStop is raising and how you think about fundraising, your general philosophy, and also specifically in today's venture climate 
and obviously this can be short term and also longer term horizon. I don't want to pigeonhole you anywhere here. No, absolutely. I'd love to say this. We're, we're preparing for a raise right now, Q3, Q4. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to come out with Deep Pass Jam's new iteration, this new spin for this major retailer, and then uh, use that as kind of our poster child to, mm-hmm. to raise. And um, I think in terms of the climate, I'm really actually excited about it because there's never been more venture dollars in gaming. I mean, everybody's so excited about yep. the next gaming uh, play. I really love the funds that are coming out, like Andrew Chen's Game Fund 1. Okay. You guys know about this? Yeah. Uh, one of the largest gaming funds uh, through A16Z in history. And there's just this element of like excitement about gaming that has never been uh, here before. Yeah, totally. We, we were talking about that earlier. Do you think there's, I have one in mind, do you think there's one game that like has particularly kind of tilted the scales recently? Uh, for me personally, if I'll, I'll go first, it's got to be Fortnite and just the way, yeah. and I know that's a little bit, again, different realm. Totally. But the way that that is just like controlled a whole generation, Gen Z, even like millennial, um, and just like dominated the gaming space. And that goes hand in hand with Twitch streamers. You know, athletes used to go on and play Fortnite all the time. And Ninja was making millions on Twitch. And I feel like that's one of those games that has just like totally changed the category, flipped it upside down for, for the better for gaming. Yeah. I mean, Fortnite was huge. Minecraft's huge. Right. Um, gosh. I mean, there's so many huge games. Like yeah. every year there's a huge game that changes yeah. things. Can I tell you the, the new newest trend that like you need to be on the lookout for there's one game that came out for pc called hades mm-hmm. which won ign's game of the year in 2021 i believe um and it's a roguelike and roguelike is kind of this model where you start off with no powers you complete level one and then you get to choose between three new powers and then level two you get to choose between three level f- uh, three you get to choose between three so on and so forth and so you can see how, like, by the end of the campaign, you have a very intricate set of powers because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can they, they interact in really weird ways. This game mechanic, roguelike, is eating everything alive. Mm-hmm. Everything. On mobile, metaverse, PC. Hades, like, really broke it all open. And you're going to see in the coming years, everything is going to become a roguelike. Wow. Interesting. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, like, on... that's the on the come up there's a game for mobile called survivor.io which like pretty much just stole this idea and really like grabbed this game mechanic and put it into a mobile game and it set the single day record for most in-app purchase revenue in a single day whoa Mm wow 20 million so is that on the horizon for app stop and an advert game adopting that model there might be okay (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) It seems like it seems like a a good trend to hop on. So <laughs> yes, it's it's a very um, very addicting yeah game trend. Yeah, very cool. Um, well, to kind of segue and wrap up today's interview, you know, we we love interviewing founders like yourself with ambitions. And I saw as a goal of yours of App Stops to build the biggest brand in mobile game. What kind of game do you think has what it takes? Maybe it's that. Maybe you have one in mind. You could give us a little bit of a glimpse into. Um, we love that ambition and that innovation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I believe that One Tap Victory Lap and Deep Pass Jam both have the ability to get yeah. there. Seriously, yeah. And I think we have a timeline on how to do it. I see a path forward on how to do it. So, yeah. How much of that do you think is 
getting to a certain point and then raising that round that you're talking about later latter half of this year i don't think that raising actually no it's affects not, it at all not like pouring fuel on the fire yeah i'll say this when i raise a lot of the raise is going to go into hiring a world-class sales team so that mm-hmm. way i can uh, do this again for more and more companies mm-hmm. but in terms of the actual game itself if you gave me you know low six figures right now like 120k yeah i could make the next largest ad really yeah wow. in in two months because because of this the special sauce the special sauce okay. <laughs> love it i feel very confident about that yeah it's the Krabby patty <laughs> secret formula locked yeah. away in a vault <laughs> app stop seriously we have some things that we look for when we create video games and it really helps us succeed i mean with deep pass jam it was number 74th at its peak on the iOS top 100 free games list. Mm-hmm. But it starred an influencer in Donovan. Don't get me wrong. Donovan is an incredible athlete, and he has an incredible brand. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're a brand, you'd be so lucky to work with Donovan. But just in terms of raw reach, he's not that big of an influencer. Mm-hmm. He has 170,000 followers on Instagram, which is his main and only social media channel. And we were outperforming WWE Super Slam's game. Wow. And wow. the reason why is... Because of the secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can taste it now. Uh, I love it. Um, we want to transition into a couple questions just so our listeners can get to know you personally a little bit better. Sure. Um, first, something just came to mind. I remember at the Tech Garden party, you mentioned that you were speaking at a panel the next day. Would love to hear how that went, how the crowd, how receptive the crowd was to it. Sam and I, unfortunately, were both at work during yeah. the time. Otherwise, we would have been there, of sure. course, cheering you on. But... Um, would love to just hear from you how, how it all went over. Yeah, well, I got to say, next year we got to do a Venture Pill live. pod on live on the panel. Live exactly. pod, yeah. <laughs> We'd love that. Live by. panel pod. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love that. That would be great. Um, the, the panel went great. I mean, it was really amazing to have uh, so many um, partners of AppStop, just friends of AppStop on the panel. Uh, you know, I do business with the people that were there. Mm-hmm. So just to talk about video game marketing with some of the smartest minds in video game marketing was a real treat. Yeah. yeah. And go watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> yeah. We can link that in the show notes for sure. Um, another thing we would like to link in the show notes is some of your books, podcasts, resources that you would recommend to our listeners, the pilgrims, generally people interested in startups. And, oh, and I love that. Is that what you call your fans? The, the pilgrims? pilgrums. Yeah. You guys are genius. You're this an... is great. I love this. Well, listen, this could be a branded <laughs> advert game. Pilgrims hopping around. Yeah. I'm envisioning it now. Like yeah. Evil yeah. game starring pilgrims. And yeah. then maybe you throw pills at people or something. Yeah. I love it. Add some secret sauce on that. We got a game. But we yeah. Well, you're an honor. Like you're that. a pilgrim yeah. now. So. Also, you are officially yeah. a pilgrim, a pillar of the community. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of Pilgrims, all of it. You're, yeah, there, you're there. I'll wear that badge of honor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Proudly, of course. Yeah. yeah, but any books, but, podcasts, like generally around venture, anything that inspired you that you'd recommend? Sure. Can I recommend two, two mm-hmm. podcasts? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Gamescraft okay. with, with Mitch and Blake. They do an amazing, it's a limited series on Spotify, but they do an amazing job of outlining all the different monetization models of games throughout history and how we wound up in this mess that I call mobile gaming monetization. (laughs) 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 And like really one of my main like goals and excitement is like in a year if they do a gamescraft on advert games because it became like the next big monetization trend for the mobile world. So gamescraft is is excellent and they're both brilliant. Um, 
the the next podcast I'd love to recommend is uh, Zero to One Million, which is a podcast starring um, my friend Walid, and okay. he is one of the most incredible TikTok minds that I've ever met. And his uh, podcast is all about creator economy. He's not afraid to get spicy, which yeah. I think is really important mm-hmm. in the creator yep. economy. Trust me, like I deal with all the influencers of AppStop, so I feel like his podcast is the most real, and you can learn a yeah. lot from it. Um, he's had some incredible guests on there too, like Taylor Lorenz and Courage JD. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, so recommend it. Okay, very cool. Yeah. yeah, gotta gotta check out both of those. Uh, one more thing we love to do for our pilgrims, trying to get into the venture capital scene, learn about some new startups. Obviously, Sam and I cover as much of the startup market as we can, but there's simply too many to cover. And so with that said, we'd love to hear from your side of things if there are any startups that we may not have heard of that we should. Sure. Have you heard of uh, Riot Games? I think so. They sound familiar. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a major AAA game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say the Adver Gaming uh, um, startups are really, really fascinating. Um there is, uh, you know, like I said, I think GameFam mm-hmm. on the metaverse side is is the leader, market leader. They've proven that, and they're incredible. And then I'll also say this: AI is amazing in gaming mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Uh, Scenario.dg uh, allows us to make some AI art for some of our games, cool. and I'd look into them because yeah. they are very, very powerful. That's yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's an ever-changing landscape with the tools that you probably have on the back end and then just all the front-end stuff that we're talking about, like just with this new styles of gaming. Average gaming is just an incredible space. We could probably talk for hours on end, uh, but we're probably going to wrap up for today's dose. Um, with that, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want to learn more about uh, App Stop and Wrapping what up you're already, doing. Sam? That's yeah. such a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> I've been saying pill, that one for the swallow. Time. Oh, this guy. Yeah, you're taking it sitting down. Yeah. Oh, doctor's yeah. orders. Doctor's <laughs> orders. You got your water right there. Yeah. We gave that to you. Um, I would say my Twitter, at uh, MaxVWAlbert. Okay. I tweet mostly gaming stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll tag you in our, in our thread uh, announcing the, the episode dropping, but... This has been an absolute pleasure. It's uh, it's been fun. Yeah, you got the beautiful skyline of Austin there behind you. Mm-hmm. Never looked better. It's incredible. The game is changing. Yeah, the game has <laughs> <is> changed. <laughs> That's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> Are you sure we don't have time for like I don't know an hour more puns? <laughs> if we can keep rounding off puns, well, Brandon and I, the pilgrims know. The, the pilgrims know. We'll sit here and keep. Keep rattling them off. I actually don't know because we usually cut it after we realize we're just rambling garbage. <laughs> <laughs> We've left some of that in like for way too long sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's okay. You got to have fun. got to yeah. have fun with it. This has been fun. No, this has been a blast. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for coming on, Max. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of Startups and Venture Capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do it.